Christmas Eve podcast. So this will be it before, well, tomorrow's Christmas. So this will yep. be the last podcast for Christmas. Maybe we'll do one tomorrow. Yeah. Say our experience. We might as well. Yeah. Just Who knows what's, what's going to happen? <laughs> I mean, he's that- been like so excited leading up to Christmas. Like every day he's like, it's Christmas. What did he say yesterday? Oh, he wakes up yesterday morning and he goes, oh, no, we all overslept. Wake up. It's Christmas. <laughs> We're like, no, not yet. Two more days. And, um, well, part of that, part of that is because he started asking for his Toodles Christmas present and you gave in and gave it to him. So he's, I think he's kind of like, it's almost like he's combining Christmas and Hanukkah where he thinks every day is getting something. <laughs> so... Well, I mean, we were home yesterday, and he wanted toodles, and he keeps asking. Oh, so yes, gee, you do this every year. Every year, somebody she she kind of blows. Like if one of the kids is like, "Oh my gosh, I hope I get this. I'm so excited," and she's like, "Here you go." I'm like, "It's December 21st. Why would you have done that?" <laughs> I can't hold it in. It's terrible. I've actually gotten better, but for him, I just gave in. Yeah. Anyways, he's been so excited about Christmas, and of course, today is Christmas Eve. Tomorrow is Christmas, and yep. now. For whatever reason, I feel like his anxiety has kicked in. Yep. And he is spiraling out of control. Yeah. It's it and we said a couple of days ago we were doing I think it was maybe on Facebook or something, but like this isn't gonna I mean, it's been so good for a week and a half. He's been so excited and just like just enamored with Christmas and Santa and the lights and the decorations. And I'm like, but you just, you just know it's, you know, that's what this is. So we'll see. I mean, I think it's, I I think if nothing else, he has enjoyed a lot of the holidays. So it does not surprise me if tomorrow morning we wake up and he's just going to be like, nope, nothing. Doesn't want to see the tree. Doesn't want to see the presents. Doesn't want to see the unwrapping of the, you know, the, the, paper and everything. I, I just, I mean, I'm not going to be surprised, but the good part about it is that he's had an enjoyable holiday season. The day still might be too overwhelming. Like if I had to put money on it right now, the day is going to be overwhelming because all the kids are going to be there, all the presents, all the noise, all the paper, everything, right? The dogs gonna be running around and that might just be a lot, but he's had a good season overall. Yeah. I have anxiety and Cal has extremely bad anxiety. And when you, when he, when it starts kicking in for him, I can definitely feel it. Um, so tomorrow, I have a feeling that all the pe- presents are going to be under the tree, and he's going to run in and be like, ah, yeah. and run out. Yeah, because it's, you it's, know. It's to the point now, and he, like you said, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It, it sounded good, but it's really not. <laughs> I know, but I told you this was going to probably happen. Like, this is just probably going to happen. But then, so it's building blocks, but then maybe next year, it's a good season and a good day. Right. You know, yes, so you because just, we're, ste- we're stepping yes. forward. We're stepping forward. Yes, 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 yes. And gotta, we've seen a lot of growth, really. You, you just got to lean into these things. Lean in, not jump in, just sort of lean in. Lean like in everything. and lean out. <laughs> but, well, that's, you, that's what he's going to do. Actually, you lean in and then he throws you back out. So there's, <laughs> you lean in, but the out is uh, you get ejected pretty quick. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But I will say overall it's his best holiday season yet. So that's a win. I'll take it. I'm happy about that. Um, you know, it, you couldn't have drawn this up to go much better, being as how last year and the year before we essentially have had to cancel um our holidays. So I mean it was to the point this year I was scrambling last week to find a Christmas tree. Cause he used to hate them and tear them down and not want them. And this year he's like, I want my Christmas tree. And I'm like, really? I get on Amazon. I was like, what are the chances of me finding a tree that can be delivered before Christmas? But they made it happen. You did great. No, they, yeah, well, they made it happen. I couldn't believe it got here. It actually got here like two days 
earlier than when it was supposed to. I was like, oh, that's cool. Well, the kids were very excited. We finally got to decorate again this year, and we got the tree. Mm-hmm. So at least we know what to expect next year. Like, he can handle the decorations. He can handle the tree. It's funny every time, like, an Amazon guy or UPS guy. And by the way, I don't, we, we're having a very small Christmas. This is not yeah. – I don't want to make this sound like whatever. We're having a very small Christmas, and we've told the kids, like – I mean, our holidays are nothing like what they used to be. This is very toned down. Um, we're about experiences. You know, that's like oh, when, yeah. when the whole autism thing comes along, it's like, first off, it, you learn quickly you can't have a house full of stuff. That's just bad. Second off, you just learn to appreciate things and experiences and everything. Um, but every time the UPS guy would come to the door, he'd be like, oh, hi, happy holidays. You're leaving another present. See you soon. Yeah. He's... Like I said, he's been very excited about it. I just think now today he's like doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know what to expect. He, he feels because now the kids are. I mean, it's they came out this morning. And listen, they you know they're they're not older, but they're older, right? You know, so they kind of know the deal, right, with Christmas. But it's like they put on the Santa tracker on the TV, so they're having fun watching that. And I think Trey was like, "It's already Christmas in Ireland" or something like that. Yeah. Um, and so Australia. Oh yeah, Australia, whatever. So he he is, I think, feeling the rise in excitement from them. Yeah. You know, they're talking about going to church tonight, and you know, watching. You know, there's like football on all day today, but we've got some traditions with holiday movies, so they're they're getting amped up, right? Right. And so he's starting to feel that these kids are so good at like. They're barometers, like they can just feel and sense everything. He's feeling the the amp in yeah. the air. And so it's just hard for him to process that stuff. And yeah. so it just comes out a little, you know, we had like a breakfast meltdown, which is very rare for him. Very rare. Well, like and he's really banging his head. That's what I mean. It's just that's he's not really a breakfast meltdown kid. <laughs> that's, he's he's more of a lunch happy hour brand meltdown kid. It's not uh but you know, like we say, the more they change, the more they change. So it's just that that's the deal. But yeah, it's cool. It's it, it, it's been an interesting holiday season um, for the better. Yeah, I think for the better for everybody. I think I felt less stress. And I would say you have, but not really because you had to go to the doctor because your blood pressure was spiking. So you've definitely felt more stress. Yeah. So I have really, um, I mean, like I said, my anxiety gets very... I don't know, spiked every once in a while um, yeah. dealing with autism. It's just a lot. Um, so when my anxiety kicks in really bad, my blood pressure spikes. So I have been walking around with extremely high blood pressure for probably at least six months. It's not good. And I'm lucky I didn't have a stroke or heart attack. But I went to the doctor the other day. And when I was explaining our life um, to the new doctor or the new nurse, my anxiety really was high yeah. and my blood pressure was so high. I was afraid they were going to take me to the hospital. I think they wanted to. Which is to. not funny. Yeah, I think they wanted to. Like, I think they I think they were getting to the point where they were just going to feel better if you went to the hospital. Like, you know, they didn't want to be responsible. Like, we can't let you just leave here with this blood pressure. You she know? took my blood pressure three times and said, I'm going to step out real quick. <laughs> I'm going to let you take some deep breaths. Never, and I was like, never a good and sign. I was like. Don't tell me what it is. She goes, I'm not. Oh, yeah. That and she done stepped it. out and I like put my head between my legs and I was just breathing and put my head. I was just breathing. And she came back in and she's like, she then she took it and she's like, OK, it went down. When you walked out, you look like you had just given birth. Like your <laughs> face. I was like, oh, what's happening? You're like, I thought they were going to call 911. I'm like, settle it on down. <laughs> just settle it on down, man. We're not here to die. 
Anyways, so I have to be on a low dose of blood pressure medicine. Obviously, I know what's causing it, the anxiety, but then there's also other things that I can control, like not eating the kids' French fries or just having less alcohol, you know, um, making more. And, and by the way, you're somebody that eats very healthy and works out damn near every day. And this, but this is what the anxiety can do. Yes. yes, there is. a Sure. Less drinks will always help. Maybe watching, you know, that treat that you have once in a while. But your your treats are once in a while. Like, yeah, like you're I not don't somebody, eat sugar. Right, and... right, right. So it it just goes to show the power of, of this anxiety and the worry. Um, well, just think and, of and what this it isn't does. Like, this isn't like I think sometimes people hear anxiety and they're like they roll their eyes, you know, because, and I get it because it's such an overused word because people are like, oh, my boss gives me so much anxiety or I'm so scared I'm going to lose my job. And I'm like, OK, but those are factors that you can find, you know, those are largely th- issues you've created, right? right? You've you've decided to be scared of your boss. He's a jerk, whatever. You've decided that losing your job is going to cost you uh, your health. You know, that, that those are you're making those decisions. But this is like, <laughs> this is like, you know, your child has autism. There's just, you haven't made that choice. This is just something that, this is a life force. Um, and so it's different. It's powerful. It's powerful. Because all a lot of these other people are like, oh, I have a terrible anxiety. I have terrible anxiety. I'm like, right, but you can actually talk yourself and then walk yourself off those ledges. This is something you get up every day and go to bed every night. And it's like, I mean, we talk about it all the time. Who's going to be with them when we're old and dead? You know, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen in five minutes? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like those are the things, even me talking about it now, I start feeling my head pounding. Like, <laughs> but seriously. That's, but that's why. Yeah. I mean, it's the constant worry. It's 24-7. It's us not having a break with, like, grandparents to help in any way. Um, so it's just, actually, when we started talking about my blood pressure with the doctor, he was like, so it could start, we need to start making thinking about lifestyle change, blah, 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 like diet, this and that. And I was like, I eat well, I exercise, I know what causes this, and there is no lifestyle change. This is autism, and this is what we're dealing with. It's funny. And I know that this is what I'm facing every day. So, yes, I do not want to be on medicine, but... If I know what's causing the high blood pressure, then I'd rather control that than control my anxiety. I do not want to be on anxiety medicine, and I said that, and I'm not going to, you yeah. know? The, the doctor, uh, he was talking to me, and he said, uh, we had, so people might be like, what were you guys in the doctor's room together? No, we had a same-day appointment, but not the same room. But he was like, yeah, he's like, so, you know, you're, 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 are, is life stressful? And I was like, yeah, you know, I guess everybody's life stressful. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, some people have, like, factors and this and that and he's like you know maybe you're stressed for work maybe and he's like doing all this stuff and i was like oh my youngest son has autism and he just stopped because i think he realized like all the other stuff he was like telling me like it was like yeah that that would never stress me out like maybe in my old the old world yeah but i'm like yeah i, I think all that stuff's really dumb you know, and I think he kind of felt like, oh, like you have some real stuff going on, you know. And then he asked me, I actually thought it was a great question. He's like, so will your son, is he at a level where he'll live with you, you know, his whole life? I was like, well, I hope he lives with me my whole life, you know, not his whole life, because I hope he outlives me. And so he started laughing. He's like, oh, I get it. And then he said, uh, yeah, he's like, that's um, that's a lot different, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, this is, I was like, you don't have it. I think... I guess it's similar to when somebody gets like sick, like a disease or something, and you just go, I just can't ignore this. You know, people are like, oh, ignore this, ignore that, don't pay any attention to it, move on. It's like, these are immovable forces. Yeah. You can't move on from this, right? right? Like, you're involved, you're, you're in the face every day. Right. So, 
Um, I think that's, you know, when you, I don't know. Part of the things too is becoming a special needs parent. We say all the time is like, you do get in tune with all the dumb stuff we worried about. But part of the problem with that too is, and this is why like some people I just can't hang out with anymore because they can constantly complain about stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? Like this is, you're complaining about this? Like this is great. Why are you complaining about things you can actually do something about like in five minutes? Because that's the only thing they know. I know. I But, but I, yes, I mean. I, I just, but I can't do it. I'm sure I did it. I'm sure I did it. Of course I did it. We're human beings. Now I just look back, like even like what the doctor was saying, you know, like, oh, do you have a tough commute? Do you have a stressful job? I'm like, What? That's that stuff doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. You yeah. know, a stressful job, a boss you don't like, big deal. You can fix all that in five minutes. But this stuff you can't. And so that's why it is like you said you've been walking around like this for a while. It's true. Cause you just it's really t- stuff that and you almost don't even have time to think about it. Like sometimes I wake up and I'm like, gosh, I've been feeling this way for like a year. You know, like like exhausted when I get not exhausted when I get up, but I get up and I have like a rush of things that I immediately think about, get concerned about, or try to figure out. It's a rush. Yeah, you don't even have time to. You know how some people are like, they get up, they stretch out. You know, they just kind of. It's like you get up and it's like, whew, it's just right there. Yeah, it gets you comes for you all the thoughts. I know. Yeah, and for me, it's it, that raises my blood pressure. Of course, yeah. Of course and it right does. now, I'm just trying not to die from high blood pressure because of that anxiety. But a lot of not only did we have a really hard year, but like it's just a lot of different stuff. Cal was much harder this year, and he's on a much better track now. But part of that was like our my schedule with him completely changed. So our beach walks on Monday have been gone mm. for a very long time, and that's just good for your soul. You know, so like the time we were taking for ourselves, we can't take anymore. Yeah, there's just a, there's like a lot of little examples like that. And so it does get hard. I mean, we we don't see friends like we used to. Um, you know, we don't socialize with other people like we used to. I, I think that stuff, too, people don't think about. I think there's a cost in that. You know, I think I think you can read things that, that talk about being social and how it's actually good for your physically good for your heart. Yeah. Like being in social situations, laughing with friends is actually good for your heart. It's good for your body, physically good for your body. Of course, it's good for your emotional um, health, but I'm talking about just physically. It's good for your body to laugh. Yeah. It's good for you to be comfortable in a group of people and socialize and not, you know. And so I think with now, like probably three years into that, and, and, and we've had to cut a lot of that out, I think there's a hurt that comes with that. You know what I mean? There's there's a feeling of uh, of just a hurt. You you just yeah. you're a little hurt by that. You're down. You, you know physically your posture and you know the, the amount of you know time that you can work out and push yourself and um, yeah, there's a cost to all of this stuff. Well, I was telling the nurse, she's like, "Do you take time for yourself?" And I was like, "Yeah, I still try to work out five days a week. I mean, sometimes it's in the living room because I have him. I don't know how much I'm getting out of it, but at least I'm moving." You know, it's better to move than not move. I was going to say, you, uh, you're getting nothing out of not doing it. Right. So, yes, you're getting something out of it because you're getting totally nothing out of not doing it. Um, but a big thing she was, she and the doctor said is, do you have help? Like, is your family here? This and that. And it's no. <laughs> and she goes, you can't keep doing this alone. And yeah. I'm like, it's me and my husband. I that's got what bad, it is. I got bad news for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, that's what she said. Yeah. I, I do. I, I, when people ask about that, they're like, oh, well, you know, do, do you have family that live nearby? I'm like, oh, no. They're like, well, I'm sure they come into town a lot and help. And I'm like, no, nope, not that either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people are amazed by that. Like once a year. People are amazed by that. They're like, really? And I was like, yeah, I just, 
you know, whatever. We uh, lean on each other. Yeah. Well, you have to. We have to. What's, yeah. the, what's the choice? Yeah. yeah, it's true. And our kids help us a lot. A lot. Uh, more than, you know, kids that I should help, have to help. But we, we just need it. And so that is hard. That's a regret. I regret it. There's nothing we can do. I know there's nothing we can do. But, but you know, when, when you're in the middle of a um, a smearing episode, you scream for help. Yeah. I'm a grown man screaming for help. <laughs> And it's, it's, it's not funny. It's true. No, but, but I, it's like but literally all hands you, on what deck. What do you do? I mean, you scream for help. I mean, help. it takes at least four people. Yeah. I mean, you just scream for help. And, and, and so, they, you know, that's, it's things like that. It's, it's, you know, we don't get invited to go anywhere anymore with people because they, you know, one of two things will happen. One, um, they'll assume like, oh, well, they might have to bring Cal and that's going to be tough. Or number two, we'll just have to decline because we can't have anybody to watch him. You know, right. it's like, we actually got invited to a Christmas Eve party today, which is really nice. Um, Which we are going to stop by, but we're going to leave well, Cal right, with Tyler. It's right down the street, so yeah. we, we could literally walk. One um, hour. But but the point is, it's really nice of this family to invite us. Yeah. Right? Like, cause, you know, and, and they actually and would the way, accept Cal. They've, but... they've invited us before to things, and we've had to com- repeatedly say no. And so what happens, this is happens to other people, people just stop inviting you. And I understand that. Yeah. Like, why would we invite them? They're not coming you know, but it's still nice to be invited. It is nice to be. And I they honestly, very, they would honestly let Cal come, but they, I would not yeah. do that because it's not comfortable for me. Like I'm worried. Yeah. I'm like bringing a wagon in there. Well, house. it's a new environment for him. So again, we're we're, we're <laughs> you're getting on that slippery slope of you want to take him out, you want new experiences, but your stress will just be through the roof the whole time. Well, and then I just look how the day started. I mean, how, who knows how it's going to go? Yeah. So it was nice to be invited. Very nice. I think the lesson in that for anybody is like, gosh, if you've got a family going through some of their friends, even if you know they're not going to come, just invite them. Yeah. You know, it's true. I was like, well, it's like 830 in the morning. I get a text. I was like, well, I was nice of this guy to think about us. Very (laughs) nice. I remember when we used to get like dozens of invitations on a weekend to go out with people. I know. You know, like yeah. it was it was kind of cool. Like I remember Thursday night, Friday morning, like I'd start getting texts from people. Hey, what are we doing? What are, you guys want to meet us here? You want to go on our boat? You want to go to the beach? You want to go to this little island? You want to go to this beach bar? You want to go to this game? You want to? I was like, wow, this is, you know, you don't think about it then because it's just your life. Now I'm just like, well, there's people who are still doing all that. They're just not inviting us anymore. <laughs> hey, God bless them. I'm glad they're having fun. I, I'd be a liar if I said I wasn't jealous because that's. That we had a lot of fun doing all that stuff, and maybe it'll um, come back. Yeah, no, I mean we've got, you know, the fact is we just have more important things to do now, and I don't mean what they're doing is not important. I mean like we have no choice to focus on his stuff, right? Um, and keep him going and healthy and happy and motivated and, um, you know, all that stuff. So there definitely has been some positive changes in him recently. Like we can definitely see them, like he's progressing developmentally. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, he is. It's part of this too. Is, is like. And this is the funny, like our parents, they, they just always want to hear the good stuff. And then they want to shut the conversation down and move on to like the weather. You know, how, how's Cal doing? Oh, well, he woke up in a good news. Oh, great. Is it warm down there in Florida? What's going on? What's the temperature? It's like they don't they don't even want to hear like, you know, because it's, it's like all I said was he had a good morning. 
Yeah. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, he doesn't have autism anymore. He had a good morning. Well, that's great. I heard it's 80 <laughs> degrees down there. You guys in the pool? And I'm like, uh, I know what you guys are doing. Like, So many people experience this, though. I, I mean, people well, write on our comments and well, stuff. Well, I know like, that. I'm know? just saying that that is... But, but I think about other autism parents, and I'm just kind of like, I mean, you know, it, it's just, it's so classically moronic of these other people. And we're talking about our parents here. I'm not being mean to, like, strangers. Like, our, no. they're total morons when it comes to this stuff. They really are. It's wildly insensitive, and it's super shallow. We've just gotten able to deal with it. Um, yeah. But it's it really is just wildly insensitive. Like, I can't believe that you think that, I think that this is, like, like you don't know... You don't think I know what you're doing is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, you know, you're just, you got that, you racing on, you know what I mean? It's like, and then we're on to something and I'm just like, wow, that's, but I will say we were talking the other night, we were sitting in our garage and I think I was, I don't know, I was like kind of looking out at the sky and I was like, you know, one thing I'll never do in my life is allow myself to go to bed knowing that my kids are in pain or in need of help. Yeah, how like, could you? I will figure, I will help them figure it. If I can't personally figure it out individually, I will help them figure it out. I'm not just going to go to bed every night knowing that one of my kids and their family or, or their, their kids or whatever are in pain, in need of help, in crisis. I just would never do it. And yet we're surrounded by these people who are more than happy to let it. It's just crazy to me. Like, it's just bananas crazy to me. Like I just, I it, it it's just, but I think too, that's what also kind of inspired us to, you know, do what we do with, with all of the podcast and then getting the podcast on these radio stations, all the social media and all of that stuff. It, I think if it would have been like cozy, loosey goosey, tons of help, don't get me wrong. I'd love it. But I don't know that we would have done all this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it all, it also kind of inspired yeah, if us life to, would have been like. We had the help and all this stuff. Yeah, so basically that's the parents live down the street and, you know, it, we just had like this regimen and this routine and it was, you know, I think maybe we wouldn't have kind of been proactive in doing all of the stuff that we're doing. So, I don't know, maybe that's a good thing. I mean, we get a lot of messages from people and they say thank you and that's nice to get. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, you know when they say people's ears are ringing, is that what it's called? If somebody's talking about you, yeah. why, are your ears burning? No. Oh, they say burning. I think. I don't know. E ears ringing is tinnitus, and I think that's <laughs> sign of a heart attack or something. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't I, know. I'm no, mine are not burning. Um, no, like the other day when I had just, like, my blood pressure was high and all that, and then my mom texted me at the worst time. And I'm like, I can't talk right now. My blood pressure is high, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you could have a stroke. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's of, why I keep telling you I need help. Because of you. And then I'm like. The <laughs> because next, of you. And she was very nice with Christmas and all that. But it's like, that is stuff. And I appreciate it for our kids. But when, like you're, you said, how could she go to bed every night? How could you go to bed every night if your kid needed help? But it is Christmas. So the next day, all I text was, um, <laughs> I'm Christmas. sorry. That I'll, I'm I'll sorry nice, to get mad I'll, I'll at you. I'll be nice on text, but when we do the next podcast, I'm going to blow you out of the water. No, I'm just saying, I'm sorry to get mad at you, but I wish you knew how much I needed you. No. And you know what she wrote? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that just goes back to the ignoring so part. It's you know, so the ignoring part. It's so embarrassing. Like, I, I can't even just, I just, whatever. And, and I, I'm tired I should of asking probably, for help. I should probably clarify too, because I keep seeing my parents. My mom died when I was very young. And, I and gotta, she would have been amazing. And I got to tell you, if my mom was alive, yeah. So I, I feel like I morally and, and, and spiritually need to clear the air with that. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, my yeah. mom passed away, so my dad remarried. Um, 
And uh, he basically remarried your mom, essentially, because it's the same. <laughs> they don't want to be involved with any of this, so it's mine as well. Of Oh, my gosh. But it's like, you know, you just, yeah. Now, I will say we have a great family friend, Diane, who is really kind of more like, well, I mean, she's my adopted mom. I met her in Nashville when I yeah, moved there to a radio station um, and, and worked with her for years. But um, she's just a great human being and really treats us um, like her biological kids. Yeah. So you do you do in life find these people, you know, you find these people. And that's why, you know, I can't, you know, some people are like, oh, my family, my family. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's your family. And that's great. But not every family structure is like that. So... The good news is, though, in this, because you gotta fi- you got to find, like, okay, why is this happening? Like, what are you getting out of this? Like, the way it is is the way it is, and you can't change that, and you shouldn't try to. It's too much energy. But what are you getting out of it? You know, and so that's why I was saying the other day, we were talking, we'll just never allow our kids to suffer. We'll do everything we can do. We're not going to give up. We're not going to call and ask them how the weather is or, you know, is it warm enough to get in the pool or call and complain about what's going on in their life. Like, we have time for that. So it's pretty cool that we were able to learn those lessons, you yeah. know, and, and really see what it what it is and what it does. Well, um, Charlie's like, that's gonna be very hard. You have five kids, and I'm like, we will do it. Trust me. We're doing it now. You know? Well, yeah, five kids. I people are like, oh, you have five kids is crazy. I was like, five kids. I was like, I I don't think five kids is that hard. I I don't know. I th- but Cal's but, like having ten kids. Yeah, that's the that's thing. It it's is. not, you know, I mean we had four. I mean, I think I was coaching two different football teams and driving Trey to baseball and doing, and we were having a blast. Yeah. You know what I mean? You were coming to all the games and setting up. And I mean, I. And e- I would take even, four even, kids even, everywhere all the time back by myself. Then people were like, four kids. How do you do it? I'm like, I don't know. Just be involved with them. Like, don't, don't make it a problem. Like, it's, don't make it a problem. Be involved. Have fun. You well, know, do you remember how much we used to take our kids out to eat and stuff? And like everyone would be like, your kids are so well behaved. Every weekend, we this is how close our family, every weekend, um, Krabby Bills on Indian Rocks Beach. And I say weekend because it was a lot of times it was Saturday and Sunday. It was definitely always Saturday and sometimes Sunday again. And that was like our, that was like our family mainstay. Like nobody messed with that. Yeah, right? always. Like we went, we loved it. We had a great time. We were friends with all the waitresses. Um, Krabby Bill, God bless him, was alive back then. He would wave to us when we come. Remember, he'd have the chef cut up watermelon for him. Yeah, every he he knew us because we were there every Saturday morning. Yeah, and it was really like our 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 family. It was our family meeting, our weekly meeting, and it was a place we loved, and it was just great people, great food, great environment, everything. And you know, we've just had to really step away from so many of those things over the last three years, which has really felt like 10 years. I, I feel weird saying, Oh, Cal got diagnosed three years ago. I'm like, wait a minute, three years ago, things were pretty normal. That doesn't sound right. Does it? Well, I think even when he was like one and a half, he was like starting to like misbehave when we were out to eat. And you're like, I'm not going out to eat anymore. Like we stopped getting compliments. And this is before we even knew about (laughs) autism. We did. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we went out once for your birthday and he threw something at somebody. And I was like, why is he doing that? That was the last time. That was it. Your yeah. birthday. We, yeah. Which we've talked about that before in the podcast. I know. But, but I just, I never forget the waitress's face. She had just brought our food out and I was like, and we're going to need seven to-go boxes. She's that like, started. She's like, I just brought out the food. I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but we are getting out of here. And she was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, quick table turn for her. She got a quick tip and then she could <laughs> seat the table again. I mean, I didn't feel bad, right? That's right. Every, every restaurant 
you would never go out of business if autism families came in. You'd be turning tables like you don't believe. <laughs> People would be placing their order and go, just bring it out in a to-go box. Start oh the car. God. We're out of here. Oh, my gosh. Table turning. <laughs> <laughs> That's See, funny. There's a good, you got to find the good in everything. Yes. That woman turned a table quicker than she could have ever imagined. She probably won. The, you know, those restaurants do contests and stuff. <laughs> You're and I think she probably won that day. Oh, my gosh. She turned the table quick. Seven entrees, and we were out of there. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's talk about something good. What? Wait a minute. I think we've been talking about <laughs> something good. This this is good. I think, listen, imagine being a, you know, being a special needs family, getting able, being able to have, you know, a podcast channel and all the other things we do, and just being able to get on here and be honest and and we've talked about some good things today, how the holiday season has been great for him. And then, you know, yes, the, the, the issues with the parents aren't involved, don't want to be involved. And then, you know, we don't go out to eat anymore. But we got invited to a party today, which is nice. So it's, yeah. it's, it's good. It's, this is the life, right? It's up, it's down, it's side to side. And, you know, it's all that stuff. It is all that stuff. Yeah. We are truly honest, though. Well, what's the point of not being, you know? Yeah. Like, I always say the only way to get out of a lie is you got to tell another one. And then that, then you got to tell another one and another, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, there's no point in faking it. I mean, people can see my TikTok videos. I look pretty tired, pretty tired. Well, we've it. aged a lot. Yeah. Thanks. A lot. Merry Christmas. Well, we have. We've aged a lot. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you can just see it. No, I, I It's terrible. I, no, I know. I, I looked at myself the other day and I was like, God, just even two years ago, you just don't even look like the same person. Just two years. I mean, you just don't even look. And that's not normal aging. It's just not. It's just stress. It's just the stress. So. so. Um, all right. Yeah. So. Let's talk about something good now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I just I think it's important to share this stuff for people that are going through the same thing. Yeah. Um, we, <laughs> we said we were going to do a short one. We always say do a quick update, short podcast. Now we're 30 minutes in. Um, instead of I just want to say thank you to to our partners, though. We, we've obviously in doing this, which takes a lot of time and, and we love doing it. Um, there's financial factors involved. Right. So we've been so lucky, like truly just lucky to have these partners who are a either in the autism family space who serve it with products and services or just brands that say we care. We care about your family. We care about families like yours, and we care about the community we're in. So um, it's just, you know, we're really thankful for, for that, truly. it's I know a million people, honestly, just because of my background of, of being on the radio for 20-some years, who have tried to start podcasts and social media channels and everything, and, you know, they, they couldn't find somebody to give them a dollar. A dollar. Yeah. And we've just been lucky um, for people who support this, and then in turn, we support and bring awareness to their business, products, and services. So it's just been an awesome relationship, and it's grown um, faster than than we thought. Uh, but I do I do want to thank um, Tracy Slepsevic. She has that book, The Warrior Mom. She's been fantastic, um, and the the book is out now in in audio form. Uh, again, it's called Warrior Mom. You can get it on uh, through Amazon. Ling Huang is the CEO of Technology North. He's just become a friend, one of those friends that. Um, I've never met him in real life. We've had a hundred zoom calls and texts and everything. He's a great guy. His company technology North, um, it's technologynorth.net. He's in Canada, but his son was diagnosed on the spectrum years ago. So he basically transformed his whole technology company to building a company where he employs young adults on the spectrum. He's phenomenal. Um, crabby bills. We mentioned them already. Indian rocks beach that, you know, that's been our home base for fun and happiness. You know, um, I mean, you and I were there the other day, 
you know, because we try to get out once a week, and it was a couple of cold beers and a plate of hot clam strips. And I got to tell you, it's the happiest I've been in a long time. It was awesome. Yeah, you need the happiness. Yeah. Um, uh, Begin Health. We've just partnered with them because I knew a lot about probiotics and these autism kids with their guts. It's bad, but these are prebiotics. So this is the food that feeds the bacteria in your gut. So important. And I got to tell you, um, we're like three and a half weeks in with Cal, and it's been awesome. Do your research on prebiotics, and you might as well get our discount, dailyautism.com, and just click on the Begin Health button. Um, that's been really cool. I never thought I would say, go to dailyautism.com and get the food that feeds the bacteria in your stomach. But it's incredible how this all works. I know. You know? Yeah. Um, our friends at Angel Sense, they are the GPS tracking devices. They have saved a lot of kids who have autism, saved their lives from eloping. Um, the GPS tracking technology is awesome. They're giving the hardware away for free through the holidays um, with a subscription. Again, dailyautism.com. Uh, click on the Angel Sense button. Aeroflow Urology. They do phenomenal work because if you have a special needs child, three or over, you may qualify for free diapers delivered to your door. Man, we can relate to that because Cal is six and nowhere near potty trained. That happens to a lot of um, a lot of families. And honestly, probably another reason why we don't go out as much. It's just hard when you have a child who's big and strong and not potty trained for reasons you could probably understand. Um, so that's really good. Um, Fun Factory Sensory Gym. Um, they're awesome. Look up their YouTube channel. See what they do. Over 50,000 sensory gym installs, including ours, because we opened one. Uh, that was our big accomplishment, I think, of 2023. Um, was opening my sensory studio in Seminole, Florida, and it was all because of the imagination um, and dedication of Fun Factory Sensory Gym. And their website is funfactorysensorygym.com. Uh, I also want to thank the Lift Academy in Clearwater. They had a huge 2023. They moved from Seminole, uh, just a little bit north, to Clearwater, Florida. And over 95% of their kids, the their uh, neurodivergent students, are on scholarships. They can help you with that process, liftfl.org. Oh, and I also want to mention, because it's not the end of the year yet, but they're matching donations to the Lift Academy up to $3.5 million dollars. Three and a half million dollars. Yeah. That's Kelly Mondello. She's a co-founder. Her and her husband, Mark, they're great people. And they've given their lives to these families. So liftfl.org. Um, great people over there at the Lift Academy. I really I really like talking to them. So those are our partners. I got everybody right? Yeah. Got everybody. And we grew all that this year. So we should be proud of ourselves. We're, we are. I also want to thank uh, Salem Media. We're on seven, eight, nine of their radio stations um, across Florida. It's been a great partnership to turn the podcast into a terrestrial, weekly terrestrial radio show. Um, and it has been really, really cool. So thank you to Salem Media. They're um, very big in the family space, family content, parent content. And uh, so we kind of fit right in with them. Um, and we appreciate their their partnership as well. It's been cool. Yeah, it's been it's been a great year. It's been you know, hard year, but great year. Yeah, and I think that's that's the deal, right? Yeah, the good thing's supposed to be hard. If not, I mean, what what would we all be doing? Just yeah. everyone it's would meaningful. have meaningful. Yeah, meaningful, purposeful work. Um, you know, and, and and again, something we never thought we'd be doing. So this isn't like you know, oh, my whole life I thought I'd you know start a media company around autism families and you know this and that and 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 you you know kind of. Um, devising 
and inspiring yourself for this sensory studio and some you never thought you'd be doing something like that isn't that crazy yeah just um, popped up i, I mean we just, talked about it in the pool and then we made it happen we were and floating in the pool one afternoon having a couple of beers in the 93 degrees sunshine and like you know there's no place to go that's like just private sensory for these families a place that'll never close you know what I mean? It's all to yourself. No outside, you know, triggering things and distractions. And so, yeah, we put it to work. You put it to work. Next next thing you know, five months later, I'm like, I'm going to look at buildings. We're going to sign a lease. You didn't even see the building before signing the lease. Mm, that's just You trusted in me. Yeah, that's just classic our life. <laughs> going to sign a lease on a building for a new business that I had never even seen. <laughs> but you got home from seeing it because I was going to go see it like the next day or something. And you're like, that's the spot. Trust me. There's no way I need to see anything else. That's the spot. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. Yeah. When, when, when you're inspired and you're on fire, you're just on fire. And so I could see you're on fire. For, I was like, so let's just do it. Like, yeah. why slow this process down? Right. Why? Well, thank you, you know? for trusting Too in me. Too many people do that. They slow their own, you know what I mean? I don't they, think most people would do what we do. No, I know, did, but, but it's but. like they get on fire for something and then they, they let other people kind of start putting water on their fire. Yeah. I'm like, burn, baby, burn. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, um, so we're off today. We're going yeah. to, I'm going to do a we're quick. We're going to a party. We're going to a party. I'm going to do a quick workout, and then we're going to go to a party. Yep. All right. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, we might do a Christmas one tomorrow, and many of you will get to this after uh, the Christmas holiday, and that's cool. But, um, oh, 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 dailyautism.com. Go to uh, our Facebook, Instagram, even TikTok. I did post an image of a autism Christmas family dinner table. I saw it. I thought it was pretty funny. We that did it for Thanksgiving. It, it's got all like the, um, you know, the traditional, like, you know, silverware and the, and the elegant goblets of, you know, juice or wine or whatever. And then the dishes are like pizza, chicken nuggets. Did you like the pretzels on the ice cream on the bowl of pretzels? Yeah, I liked all of it. It was funny, but you know what's hilarious? Broccoli, mac and cheese. It's not really hilarious, but I would never <laughs> even have a tablescape like that oh, yeah. because couldn't you see him grabbing like oh, the oh. the linen or the oh, tablecloth yeah. and just like swiping it? Well, I wanted it to be somewhat <laughs> ridiculous. Like people look at it and go, oh yeah, that is something that, you know, a lot of classic traditional family celebrations have. Nothing wrong with that. If we could do it, we probably would. It's just, you know, it was interesting, I thought, to see the chicken nuggets in the casserole dish. I know. And another casserole dish full of pretzels. And then pizza with ice cream, blueberries with chicken nuggets, it's mac funny, and cheese. Yeah. I was like, but that's, that is, that is the deal. That like is the that's deal. the deal, right? So dailyautism.com, um, connect with us on uh, all of our social sites, send us a message, send us an email. And if you're uh, around the Tampa Bay area in Florida, um, we'd love to see you at my sensory studio. You can send us a message as well. Um, if you need information on, on that and the memberships, and everything else. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And um, we'll talk real soon. <laughs> <laughs>